We extend uh, thanks to Abby Fleming for bringing her musical gifts to us once again this morning, and to Ken Dorf, Kent Martin, Jean Wisner, and Margie Cookingham for participating in today's service. We also thank Jim Thurman for assisting with the annual remembrance in the garden after the service. While Abby plays Let It Be during the benediction, after the benediction, we will process, and I'm gonna ask this politely, in silence, please. We didn't do too well with this last year, but maybe we can try this again. Out to the Remembrance Garden. You will most likely need a coat. So um, grab that on your way out if you don't have it with you. We'll conclude the service with the remembrance uh, of the people whose names are on the plaques out in the garden. At this autumn time of year, many religions and cultures honor their dead in keeping with the death of the earth after an abundant harvest. Today, we will honor the memory of those who have journeyed before us. Some of you have brought pictures for the remembrance table, and if you haven't already placed them on the table, please bring them forward when the children leave for their program. Later in the service, you'll be invited to name your deceased loved ones and a candle will be lighted in his or her memory. And now let us prepare our hearts and minds for worship and silence all electronic devices until the service has ended. stars embraces us. Remnants of their fiery furnaces pulse through our veins. We are of the stars, the dust of the explosions cast across space. We are of the earth. We breathe and live in the breath of ancient plants and beasts. Their cells nourish the soil. We build our communities on their harvest of gifts. Our fingers trace the curves carved in clay and stone by forebears unknown to us. We are part of the great circle of humanity, gathered around the fire, the hearth, the altar. We gather anew this day to celebrate our common heritage. May we recall in gratitude all that has given us birth. 
As we light our chalice this morning, let us be mindful of all those who have gone before us, guiding us with their truth and holding us with their love. May the flame we now kindle remind us that we are not really separate from these spirits, but merely in a different time and place, all part of the possibility that is yet unformed. I invite you to read with me as Finn lights our chalice this morning. Flame of fire, spark of the universe, that warmed our ancestral heart, agent of life and death, symbol of truth and freedom, we strive to understand ourselves and our earthly home. Now I invite you to rise in body or in spirit to join in singing hymn number 163, For the Earth Forever Turning. Up 
for winter. It was a time when you did what you needed to do in order to survive. People honored the gods and goddesses and ancient ones who provided heat, water, earth, and air. Aspects of these early traditions were incorporated into most of the world's religions that developed later. So as a result, many of the rituals and practices with which we are familiar actually have their roots in earth-centered traditions. Earth-centered traditions mark the changing cycles of the year with rituals. At this autumn time of year when the earth is dying after an abundant harvest, the rituals celebrate life and death. Yesterday, November 1st, was All Saints Day. It's a solemn, holy day in the Christian observance for recognizing the deceased, especially those who have been exemplars of Christian life by their service or martyrdom for their faith. Today is All Souls Day in the Christian tradition. It is a day of prayer in which those you love who have passed through the doorway of death are remembered, particularly the ordinary folks of one's family or congregation. It's known as the Day of the Dead, El Dia de los Muertos, in Mexico, or by Hispanics living in the USA, who celebrate by building private or public altars with graphic depictions of skulls. We have one just for that reason. <laughs> and no one is not real. They may have flowers and favorite foods that they place on a table or on their altar, beverages for the departed, and they also will visit the graves and leave gifts there for their loved ones. All of these practices came out of the Celtic or pagan feast of the dead known as Samhain. Samhain means summer's end, and it's the year's most important pagan holy day. It marks the end and the beginning of the Celtic New Year. In the time when the New Year begins, it is believed that two different worlds come together, the world of the ancestors and the world of the living. With the Celts, the worship of ancestors was the basis of their tribal bond. Samhain is dedicated to the ghosts of all generations of ancestors. Each ghost was invited to the clan feast as a guest, and that is how we get the word guest. It originally was from ghost. After being suitably entertained, the ghost might provide advice to his or her descendants. Ancestors who were sufficiently revered eventually became gods and goddesses. Well, the Celtic year doesn't fit together very neatly at the end. It leaves a little gaps in here. A person can slip from one world to the other at this very dangerous time. The other world is the one where the spirits live. It's not thought of as a heaven or a hell, but it's just a different kind of world. This past Friday was Samhain, the pagan feast of the dead. We have come to know it as Halloween, where all spirits eve. You can see we've created a table that contains symbols of the earth. Each direction is represented by a candle and the symbols for that direction. Earth for north, air for east, water for west, here, and fire for south. The table is decorated um, in remembrance with fall leaves, 
They're still wet because they were caught from yesterday in the rain. Symbols of death and rebirth. There's an apple, which is a symbol, symbol of rebirth and pomegranates. Besides being very good for you, are also symbolic of death. It's kind of a contradiction. The table also is holding your photos of your loved ones. You have brought these people that you wish to remember. If you haven't placed one on the table, you may still do so when the children leave for their program. One of the practices of faith communities is to honor the cycles in our lives. When a child is born or a family joins a congregation, we may have a ceremony of dedication for the parents and their children. And when children become teenagers, they can participate in a coming-of-age program. When a member of the community dies, the congregation gathers to share memories of the deceased. We celebrate the life as we remember the person who is no longer among us. With all of these rituals, we complete the circle of birth, growth, death, and renewal. As Unitarian Universalists, we are uncertain of what is to come after this life, if anything. But we do believe in the power of memory. We lift up the memory of those we love as a way of giving their lives meaning to us in the present. We grant them immortality by keeping their memory alive in our hearts. When we love someone, they never quite leave us, even in death. The love that we experience keeps alive their memory, and they become a part of our lives forever. Through the telling of their stories and remembering their lives, others come to know our loved ones too, and we feel as if they are with us still.
Our service today is a bit different than most. Instead of hearing a sermon, you'll be invited to name deceased loved ones as a candle is lighted in their memory. Like other religious traditions today, we will remember those who have gone before us. And like other religious traditions, the ritual will draw from the pagan feast of Samhain. The Day of the Dead is an opportunity to come to terms with death. This is not limited to the death of the body. It's also a time to reflect on what we have lost during the year, relationships, jobs, health, material wealth, and it's a chance to focus on letting go of past hurts and wrongs. Often when people die, we have unfinished business with them. This Feast of the Dead is considered one of the primary time-locked cracks between the worlds when the veil that separates the worlds, our plane of the living and the plane of the dead, is at its thinnest. At Samhain, it is believed that we can communicate with the dead in a different way as we remember them. The Earth-centered pagan feast days acknowledge the year as a circular journey we make around the sun. Birth, growth, death, and rebirth are enacted in ritual. By enacting the myth and ritual, we enact our own transformations for birth, growth, and death. The ritual allows us to move to a new level of being, completing that circle of birth, growth, death, and renewal. Today we will honor the memory of those who have journeyed before us. You have put your pictures on there. If others of you have pictures, just bring them forward at some point. And when we get to the part in the service of naming people that you would like to remember, just you'll be asked to call out their name and we will light a candle in his or her memory. When we name our beloved dead, we're saying that death does not sever our ties to those that we love. They may be with us always, guiding us in the ways we might live our own lives more authentically in the present. For whatever we have known and loved is ours, while love shall last, because what is remembered lives. I invite you now to read responsibly with me, reading number 721. In the struggles we choose for ourselves, in the ways we move forward in our lives and bring our world forward with us. It is right to remember the names of those who gave us strength in this choice of living. It is right to name the power of our lives well lived. We share a history with those lives. We belong to the same motion. They too were strengthened by what had gone before. They too were drawn on. Those who lived before us, who struggled for justice and suffered injustice before us, have not melted into the dust and have not disappeared. They are with us still, alive together, Their words remind us and call us back to ourselves. Their courage and love evoke our own. We, the living, carry them with us. We are their voices, their hands, and their hearts. We take them with us, and with them choose the deeper path of living. 
Let us now enter into a time of reflection by singing Spirit of Life, hymn number 123. We remember those who have been part of the life of this congregation. Alice McCaffrey, Helen Muller, Claire Wolfe, Bill Swan, Richard Wellish, Dorothy Dalsimer, Jack Gray, Marion Harmon, Sidney Wilner, Cheryl Foster, 
Nat Sherman. Ben Wisner. Ken. Ken. Eamon Fearon. Carol Sherman. Eleanor Swan. Tom Taylor. Ruth Lang. Betty Needle. Louie Frazier. Sunshine Lemmy. Mark Seidler. Carolyn Wilberg. Helen Fitzgerald. Len Harmon. Bob Green. George Wolfe. Paul Oldekowski. What is remembered lives. May their memories be blessed. To help set the tone for this ritual of remembrance, we will join in singing a chant. The chant gets repeated um, over and over again. You'll sing it twice as it's written in your hymnal. It's an invocation which calls on the aspects that we want to bring forth from the spirit within. Today's chant is from the Jewish tradition. It connects us with the essence of our being and unites us with our soul. And it invokes a process of inner birth. It's in your hymnal, Return Again, and I forgot the number. 1011. 1011. In the teal. Yes, the teal hymnal. Yeah, Abby will play it through once for us.
Spirits of the South. Spirit of fire, of noontime and summer, be with us through the heat of the day, and help us to be ever growing. Warm us with strength and energy for the work that awaits us. Spirit of the East, Spirit of Air, of morning and springtime, be with us as the sun rises in times of beginning, times of planting. Inspire us with the fresh breath of courage as we go forth into new adventures. Spirit of the North, Spirit of Earth, of nighttime and winter, be with us in the darkness, in the time of gestation. Ground us in the wisdom of changing seasons as we celebrate the spiraling journey of our lives. Spirit of the West, Spirit of Water, of Evening and Autumn, be with us as the sun sets and help us to enjoy a rich harvest. Blow through us with a cooling, healing quietness and bring us peace.
We remember those who gave us strength in the art of living. They are with us still. The lives they live hold us steady. Their words remind us and call us back to ourselves. Their courage and love evoke our own. We the living carry them with us. We are their voices, their hands, and their hearts. May the memory of those gathered here, named and unnamed, bless us with their presence in our lives. Help us to honor our beloved dead by the quality of our own lives. In our times of weakness, may their memory strengthen our spirits. For the love that death cannot sever, for the friendship we share along life's path, for the gifts of these lives that are mingled with our own, we give thanks. We welcome them home to our hearts, and may we remember that we are connected, even if when we feel apart. May we know the strength of their presence, the gentleness of their sympathy, and the warmth of their love, now and in all the days to come. Amen. Because of those who came before, we are. In spite of their failings, we believe. Because of and in spite of the horizons of their visions, we too dream. Let us go remembering to praise, to live in the moment, to love mightily, to bow to the mystery. Blessed be.